Welcome back to another episode of the Unoriginal Podcast. This week we discuss Sugar Tax, R. Kelly and Kanye West. Please take a moment to check out our social media, Unoriginal Pod, on Twitter, Snapchat and Instagram and the Unoriginal Podcast on Facebook. While you're at it, please subscribe, like and share episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Unoriginal Podcast. Uh, with me today is the two regular. Hey, shut the fuck up. First of all, you have to apologize for not putting out an episode last week. And it's your fault that we didn't have an episode out last week. Oh, is this what, is this what it is? Yes. <laughs> no, 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 this is not even what it is. Oh, oh no, this isn't it. This isn't it, just so no. you know. Okay. You fucked up big time. But apart from that big fuck up, this was the other fuck up you did. I was busy. No, you weren't busy. You just didn't plan yourself right. I had appointments. No, you didn't have appointments. I did. I had dentist appointment and then I had a doctor's appointment. Whose fault is it that you fucking have STIs? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Anyways, go on. No. Do, do the intro. I'm off. <laughs> um, no, uh, what's it called? Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Of the Honor Joe podcast. Uh, we have a special guest in the house today. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Tenashati. Tenashati. Sorry, say that again? Yeah, Tenashati. It's the most tongue twisting name I've Ten- ever heard. That's not. It really How'd you spell it? T A N A S H A T I. Tenashati. Tenashati. Mm-hmm. Did I pronounce it right? Yep. Ah, right, cool. Can the mic pick you pick her yeah, up? She's just really low. I don't know. Speak into the mic. Put your lips on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna um, be interesting. Tanishati is uh, I don't know, how do I introduce you? So I met Tanishati at um, an event at Why'd you pronounce her name like that? Tanishati? Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. No, you could say Tanishati. Tanishati. Not Tanishati. Tanishati. Yeah, the fuck is that? Tanishati. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 so much, so much effort required. <laughs> <laughs> Enunciating the norm, I think. Um, no, I met Tanishati at... Um, <laughs> now there's an accent. There's an accent on the eye. Uh, I met her at an <laughs> event. It's the braces. <laughs> Tanishati. Tanishati. <laughs> Uh, I met True. her at an event at Trinity College uh, late last year. Um, um, she was at this um, panel talk. I think me and Kira went th- were there. Kira was part of the panel that day. Um, I was there. You were there too. Uh, Jeez. Easily forgettable. Um, but yeah, that's where I met her. Um, she's a pretty interesting person. I'm just a regular, regular, schmegular girl. Worth the cardi. Ew. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? You sound Ow. like a. Ow. She doesn't sound like that though. Sound like she does. She does that. No, no. Cardi doesn't sound like oh, that. Yeah. Cardi doesn't sound like no. that. No, isn't that who you were kind of mocked there? Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't sound like that. It was imitating. Imitating rather. Sorry. Can you tell us a little about yourself? Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm not. I don't have. I'm just your friend. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, basically, tell us how to use my kind of shot tea is my friend. Um, I don't have any social media links. I'm not doing anything cool. She has no SoundCloud. Just an opinion. Where are you from? California. What are you doing in Dublin? There we go. I'm doing a master's here. And at Trinity. And what? Literature. Literature? There's yes. a master's in literature? <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe I'm just I'm just ignorant, but like, <laughs> there's a master's in in literature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. What'd you guys do? Should read like, books. Have you ever took a literature class in undergrad? <laughs> no, no, no. No. Never. No. Oh, okay. Like, what does it? What I don't know why you have to think about that. We did IT. Yeah, you did IT. I'm like, wait, we did IT. Well, the people who teach the literature classes in undergrad have yeah. to go through a PhD, so they even have literature PhDs. Oh, Jesus Christ! So wait, hold on. Now, what do you do for the four years? Like, if you're doing a in PhD, undergrad? No, no. I mean, like, if you're doing a PhD in literature, what are you doing? Oh, for the four well, years? that's here. I don't really know. If you're here, I'm from California, yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, it's not just four years. It's like five to seven years in five the states. Five to seven years. Jesus. Of doing well, exactly. You have like two years of coursework usually, so it's kind of like graduate school again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go into, you like sort of pitch your thesis, your dissertation idea, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you research for the rest of the time. Your your dissertation. Right, but like, what exactly can you... I'm confused. Like, hold hold on, on, hold on, hold on. I mean, it's on. kind of hard. You're like not even in humanity, so it's really hard to talk to. Like, it's just... Yeah, but like... Hard. No, hold on, hold on. I'm confused because what is confusing about masters? There's a lot. Because a lot of things. No, no, no. But literature, like, yeah. what exactly can you do research in in literature? There's Lots. loads of literature like, out oh, there. I don't understand. Like all classical literature and shit. No, and what? I do post-colonial lit. The what? Post-colonial. I do post-colonial lit. Right. What's that? What does that entail? Okay, so like, do you know? You're from Nigeria. Yeah, or are you I am. From yeah. Nigerian yeah, I am yeah. Okay, so you know Chinua Achebe. He's like the godfather of African uh, literature. Chinua Achebe. Say that again. What did he write again? Tins fall apart, guy. Yeah. How did you pronounce it? You pronounce. You destroyed it. Well, I am American. I know. That's how we say it in the U.S. Now go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't remember. How would you pronounce it? Anichebe. No. Chi- no. Chinua. It's Chinua. Chinua Achibe. Achibe? Achibe. 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 Is it not Anichebe? Achibe. Achibe. No, Achibe. Achibe. A-C-H-I-B-E. Come on, y'all picking. Yeah, but go ahead. Sorry. for things to say. No, go ahead. Sorry. Um, Post-colonial. But so his, I mean, his Things Fall Apart or even just the African trilogy is a good example of um, a post-colonial text. Like one right. of the classical ones. Mm-hmm. So just like turning the attention um away from white people or mm. the colonial powers writing about africa or mm-hmm. even just all the colonial places mm-hmm. to is shifting to the people writing right and so um which shows in in things fall apart in the way that like chinua would he would talk about um or he described the bike the first time people the people in the village were seeing a bike and mm-hmm. he described they were so like kind of like freaked out and they described it as this like weird thing you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and that that um shows that so if a white person with a colonial gaze was writing that then mm-hmm. they would just write it as these people uh, already knew what right, it was right, 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 because right. they already think that we 
black people have yeah, yeah, yeah. I got their ideas in our minds mm-hmm. and we don't like mm-hmm. there was a first point of contact right mm-hmm. and there was a time where like no one thought of you mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and exactly. there was a time there was life before yeah so like there, i mean but that's very basic example but there's tons of stuff right to research like tons <laughs> so like so you're pretty much studying oh how he wrote not him whole, i don't study yeah, yeah but like way. something similar to that in terms of or how they nearly portrayed a particular experience or something i'm guessing yeah post-colonial theory like in a in a nutshell is about centering the marginalized voices just trying to bring all of them into right. the center just saying okay. these voices weren't heard let's bring them in let's talk about them let's right. decenter whiteness let's decenter like all these different perspectives right, right, like, right. Like, let's talk about the people who haven't been able to speak okay okay and their perspective i actually have so much more questions now but um i'm going home in june yeah oh really you gonna come back that doesn't answer the question <laughs> <laughs> and i'm and i'm looking forward to going home oh so you don't you don't really like dublin then mm, it's hard like the winter was really hard here I'm from California, so I'm from the Bay Area, so it's not like super warm all the time. Like we do have our foggy days, but it's nothing like like I experienced this winter. So that was kind of hard. Um, also, just a little homesick. I miss African Americans. Wow. Yeah, it's different. It's a different yeah. experience, and I miss them. I have a question for you, right? Mm. I know you used to live in Scotland. So which one do you prefer? This. <laughs> Is this about me saying that Scotland has the best beef? Has the best what? She reckons. She's, I told her Ireland has the best beef. Beef. Yeah. I, c- I can't really say. Uh, it doesn't matter. And I said no. It's, it's not. No, I just wanted to know. I wanted you to see your answer. Well, I lived in Dundee in Scotland, which is where you don't know. Like it's no, Scotland. it's a small. It's in Scotland. It's a small like university yeah, yeah. town. So it was. Um, it's gross. not. It's not Edinburgh. But um. I would say Dublin, I guess, because I was in Dundee. Good answer. Good well, answer. duh. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'll get into the episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, do you have any more literature? I actually do have a lot because, you know what, let me just get just this out of the way. We spent the last 10 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good content. <laughs> because my thing now is you said you're studying post-colonial literature, right? And you give the example of, uh, what's his name? Chino Achibe. Chino Achibe. Right, yeah, Chino Achibe. And my thing now is, like, because obviously, you, I love how you explained it in terms of, in terms of, um, it's like the voices that have not been heard and whatnot. It's just a bit weird for me, personally, because you're from... Uh, California? California. Mm-hmm. So it's like... How did you get the interest to study something like that? Because seeing as you're, you're, the reason reason being you're from a, you're from that part of the world in terms of you probably weren't as exposed to things from Africa and whatnot. I'm guessing because you're from America, but you could correct me if I'm wrong. Well, one, my course is literature of the Americas specifically. So it's right. from Canada. The regions that we cover are right. from Canada to South America. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I would say that we covered um, African literature in my undergrad. I studied literature in undergrad, and um, I took a course in African literature in Dundee, mm-hmm. Scotland, when I studied abroad. And then my professors and like a couple of my professors in undergrad taught. That's how I came across uh, things for right, as in undergrad. Right. But um, I wouldn't. I don't know. It's hard because like I know my experience. I wouldn't say I was completely oblivious. Like there are. A lot of Africans living mm-hmm. in, in the States, in yeah, California. Yeah. Um, and and I was born in the 90s. Right. So there was like a big sort of kind of... I mean, that's my name is... I have three African names, you okay. know. Um, so I would... And it's just... Right. It was a, I think that's too much. That's way too much. Like, come down. <laughs> um, is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's too much. Do you want me to put out your government name on the it, podcast? It's the last. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just, um, well, I guess not. It's on my. It's on my Instagram. It's Tanishati Nyanda Akambi. Huh? Akambi. Mhm. Akambi. Spell it. A K N B I. A K N B I. It's supposed to be A K N B N B I. It's Nigerian. Yeah. It's one is Nigerian. One is from Sierra Leone. The other one's Tanzanian. And I. Wait, your parents gave you these names. Wow. It was a big in the 90s. It, it was what black Americans were doing, we're doing in the 90s. Right, okay. trying to find a route. Oh, it was sense. a second wave of that. Yeah, we had had that already, but it was like a, it was like another wave. Is it a com- is a sorry, I'm caught in the theater. Is it a common misconception that Americans tend to like shut out the rest of like Africa in ten- in the sense that they don't they don't really care about like the African their roots? Because I, I think that's what you were asking. Yeah, because a lot of Americans... The way we see Americans, we just think that they're, they're very self-centered. Fun. They don't care about any other black people but themselves. Which is true. Um, I... Uh, there's a lot to that question. I mean, I think... I think it's not a misconception. I think that um, black Americans are still... And just to clarify, like I'm, I'm using Black Americans personally because I identify, I identify personally as a Black U.S. American. That's because I understand that America is not just the U.S. Right? Um, it's the whole hemisphere. So I want to be specific when I'm talking about that. But um, I distinguish it between African American because there are a group of people who are taking up that title to mm-hmm. identify, and they are not descendants of slaves in mm-hmm. the land. So just to distinguish that. Um, Because it's a separate thing. But I think at the end of the day, black U.S. Americans are, um, they're Americans. So they they also benefit or are, you know, a part of the U.S. dominance. Mm -hmm. And the U.S. is full of themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, black Americans might be full of themselves. And they might, you know, and they have like a big reach. And there's a lot of imperialism and like cultural imperialism and neocolonialism. And I don't think that it can be expected that the black American is outside of that or that mm-hmm. they would somehow naturally like escape that mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because they are they are just living within the U.S. So I think that that's one thing. And I think that more black U.S. Americans need to do the work to sort of realize how disproportionate their representation is, like mm-hmm. how much of the popular culture, which is pretty much black culture, is exported and how yeah. much more, you know, the rest of the black population 
in the world does know and Mm -hmm. it's not reciprocated and Mm -hmm, i think mm -hmm. that there's a lot to be learned in that and and black americans can do more um to try but i think that that is like a specific like that's a black american that probably is of a certain class and has a certain ability because Mm -hmm. a lot of black americans are suffering in the states and so there's like i think it's almost kind of too much to ask of a large swath of people Mm -hmm. like because there's just too much for them to be dealing with you Mm -hmm. know like like i wouldn't ask continental africans to know american history like of black people you know Mm -hmm. like it's only when those continental africans are living in the states where i'm like okay well you're now living here just like if i were to move to ghana or whatever like Mm -hmm. i would okay i would take responsibility to learn about the history i wouldn't so yeah i just i think that's what i have to say about that all right cool uh last question and then we can get into the episode (laughs) okay get to that would you would you do your african ancestry um there is that company called african ancestry that does dna and i haven't done that yet it's like 200 um dollars i want to do it but i can't afford to do it right now and but you um, would do it like given the chance I would do it. I've done two other DNA tests. Okay. So I do have an idea, but I want to do African ancestry because I heard that it gets down to the tribe level. Tribe, yep. And the thing with DNA tests, like I studied anthropology a little bit in in undergrad, so I do have an idea of how these things work. And like you do have to take it with a grain of salt, but it is like sort of contributing. Like every test is contributing to the human genome. Mm -hmm. So like the more people that do it, the more accurate it gets. And then you can like sort of argue about... um, like what they're doing with your DNA and whatever. I'm like, I'm not personally super paranoid. Maybe I should be, but, um, but I would do the African. Right, right. Ancestry. And what part, like you said, you've done it before. What part of Africa did did say you were from? Um, uh, what do you? What would be your guess? I'm gonna I say wonder. South. Liberia. No, not South. They didn't get anybody from the South. Hold on. Did they get anybody from the South? Did they get anybody? Like the white did people. They, yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Syria, Liberia, I say West Africa as well. Yeah, probably West. I don't know. I don't know. Did we talk? About, we talked about that. You're cheating no, because we're talking cheating. about. You didn't tell me. Where? Um. So it's like I have like seven different groups or something. Right. Like it's sure ridiculously it. mixed. It's oh. every. It's like Ivory Coast. It's um, Benin, Togo. It's Cameroon. It's um, Senegal. It's. Did I say Ivory Coast? Ivory yeah. Coast. Yeah, it's just wow. there's a few. So just the coast of the West, every every oh, country. Oh, and well, there was Congo in there too. So the oh, central. Wow. Cool. That's that's really and interesting. That's just that's that's, know, that's the story of yeah, the yeah. of the Americas. Interesting. Do you guys in America have sugar tax? We do. Yeah, I think we have it in California, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Especially in California. Wait, what? Yeah, I want because want to be skinny. No, no, but exactly. People are like my 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 thinking now is people in California care about their looks a lot. This is my thinking. Um, so I'm guessing that they would take care of themselves in terms of what they eat, what they take in, blah blah blah. Um, so I wouldn't think that it would have needed. They would have needed to impose it in California. Like I would have said, maybe somewhere in like. Well, where are the fat people in America? Like Texas, <laughs> like Texas area. Seems like there's a lot of big people there. So well, everything. That's everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So everything. all the fat people there. I would expect 
like sugar tax to be imposed in areas such as those. I I don't I mean there I think childhood obesity is um is like a nationwide issue. And I think when you say Californians, you really think the bubbles. You, you're thinking Probably. San Francisco and you're thinking yeah. L.A. And, like, there are, like it's a huge state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, huge state. Probably, I've never been. Like, I don't I've even know been. the scale, but maybe it's bigger than this. Probably bigger than Ireland. Than this country. <laughs> Probably. Probably. I think um, Lagos is bigger than Ireland. Yeah, huh. Lagos is bigger than Ireland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I my, mean, there my are people. To you, diet, why are you against it? Why am I against the sugar tax? Mm, yeah. Because f- for me personally, it's like, for instance, it's childhood obesity, blah, blah, blah. It's their parents' fault to sort of deal with how fat their child is getting. If your child is getting fat, send your child outside to run a couple laps. That's my opinion. Why impose the sugar tax on everybody else that doesn't have that issue? It makes no sense. Um, well, the one thing I heard about on RTE was that they were saying um, that it probably won't make much of a difference because this sh- their sugary. But I don't know if this was like a person from a soft drink corporation mm-hmm. or like company. But they were like, it's not going to make a difference because the it's over a certain percentage, and most drinks are already under that, or mm-hmm. most drinks have already cut back, mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's probably not going to make much of a difference. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a, a lot of companies that have cut back. Sorry, I don't see a problem because a lot of people complain. Oh, healthy food is too expensive, and the bad food for you is too cheap. So if they're making the bad stuff more expensive, they're not really making it expensive. The the, the amount they're even tacking on isn't that much. So what's your problem? Then? My my problem is okay. If if it's going to be oh we're trying to make everybody healthy and whatnot, then make the healthy food cheaper then. I think there, there. I mean, I think there are people who it's very ground, um, like grassroots and small. Yeah. Right now in Ireland, but I think there are people who are trying to do that. But that means access. That means people growing more and more exactly. cooperatives. And, but that takes time. And if we are still supporting, like, like there's so the one thing that is hard for me being here and away from California is that. I have to. I'm forced to shop at major supermarkets. I ne- I like rarely shop at major supermarkets. Right, right, like right. it's just all Audi, little Tesco. Like that's just. Yeah. I there's no way of getting around it, and there's mm-hmm. no way of getting around my vegetables and my fruit. Everything in plastic. Like that's mm-hmm. just not something that I had to like really get comfortable with. That. Mm-hmm. It's it's uncomfortable, um, because shit is just out, and you just bag it on your own with like your reusable sacks yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever in the Bay Area, which I know is a bubble. But um, but it just takes it's gonna take a lot because people are used to those chains and they're mm-hmm, used mm-hmm. to getting their I don't know like their I don't the convenience of it and they're big and they're not gonna go out without without a, without a fight and also you're Ireland so you can't grow so much like you have to import stuff too yeah. like you have to but there are co-ops there's two co-ops in Newmarket one um, the Smith's Dublin Street. co-op and the Green Door Market. They're right next to each other near the Teeling Distillery, which I don't feel like makes sense. I think the North needs something like that. There's no one in Smithfield. A co-op? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I know there's something called the the minimum waste market that travels. So they kind of like bring bulk items and you just package stuff yourself, but it's very limited. They don't have 
much stuff. But even the co-ops get stuff from like Amsterdam and they get like um, beets and stuff that don't grow here or whatever. Yeah. They get various things from other countries, but it's sustainable and it's locally grown and organic, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but see, I, I understand what you're saying, but like if you go back to, to the sugar tax, right? Prior, like they announced this, I think this was the last budget that came out that they were going to impose a sugar tax. And all the companies that bring out fizzy drinks, blah, 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 they've all rebranded and they're uh, the same taste with no... Like with aspartame? No like what, sorry? Like aspartame, like the artificial sugars? Yeah, or? probably, which is worse. Yeah. Which is worse for you. So it's, it's just like, well, why force these people to call corners? Because that's what they're going to do. And in turn, you're going to end up getting a worse product. That you're trying to fight it makes no sense i think um and i hate using like sweden as an example because they're like oh sweden is just sweden i know it is just sweden and then it's just like the hail you know like which they have their issues too but i don't think this conversation would even be a debate in sweden like it'd be like of course the government should do something for the what? well-being of yes no your parent no i yes. don't think it's a it's not it's not the government's issue at all it's your parents' fault that you're fat and you should just go outside <laughs> and run. Like, but, think, a, but, but, uh, but then, like you said, if it's a nationwide problem, where, the, uh, like, they have but to why do, do why do we always have... This is the problem, right? Mm. It's, it's almost like for every issue, we fall back to the government and how the government can do this. And why can't people just take responsibility? And I then when sugar when tax is not going to make kids skinny, it is it is a effort for the government to do something, and maybe it's just their part. And of course, like parents have to be better yeah, at what they feed their children and what they like mm -hmm. allow them. That that is a part of it, mm -hmm. but the government should have a hand in it. Why? That's because what, the nation state, like the government and mm -hmm. the nation state, is always interested in pop in their population, uh, and it doesn't just well. and it doesn't just stop when people are getting fat. The government mm. cares a lot whether I'm reproducing or not, and how I'm reproducing. They give a fuck. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> they She's care about that. <laughs> Because they care. Because the bottom line is that they care about population control. They need to know if it's too little or too less. They want to be able to control their population mm. in whatever way. Because they are a nation state, and they mm. need. That's what they're doing. They're mm -hmm. they're managing a population. Yeah, fair enough. So, I mean, they do. They do have to. Have I understand, them. but I still don't think it's the government's issue to impose sugar tax on people that are just fucking obese and can't run. My opinion. It's the same way you you have. You have people but it's very individualistic if you look at the if you take more of a community standpoint or like see the government as mm -hmm. needing to have a hand you know in the well-being of their population i think it's, and that's, that's why i brought up sweden because i just there's see, so many different i understand that. that but you see the thing with ireland is i don't get the sense of community in ireland so having to then say oh yeah this is all for the nation blah 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 at at the moment there isn't that sense of community so no, but think? this is a step. Maybe if it there is. isn't. Do you think there is? I don't know. I find Ireland very communal. Really? I don't get that sense at all. Even just look at the GAA thing. Yeah, but that's GAA. Know, but they're very communal about it. Like it's like. It's like. Huh? Sports? Like. Yeah, it's sports. Like I know, but the, they they're very. Well, sports yeah, but sports would do that to anybody, any group. 
fair enough. But I, I, so you don't think Ireland's communal? I don't know. I don't. I, I think it. Is. I don't think it is at all. At all. Like, for instance, I can't say. Oh, I know. Like, maybe I'm thinking of. I'm expecting more because of me growing up in Nigeria and whatnot. Because mm. I felt in my neighborhood okay, there was a big sense of community. Everybody saying. was looking out for each other. But here it's just you're on your own. Uh, but okay, now I you want the government it's to more care about. So compared to Nigeria in that sense, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that that's the sense I'm sorry. looking at it from. But then all all I'm saying is that give taking your logic and your perspective, like mm-hmm. the sugar tax or maybe the government trying, not saying that this is what they're trying to do mm-hmm. with sugar tax, but maybe trying to make more communal efforts isn't necessarily a bad thing. They have to start somewhere. But as it's, I said, it's just like what's what can it hurt? I understand. What that. can it hurt? It can hurt pe- other people that are not fat. And why like because other people who are not fat are probably not drinking these no they they know how to drink it in moderation and then it wouldn't really hurt their pockets that much it'll be it's a couple of cents i know it's a couple of cents but a couple (laughs) of cents adds up (laughs) (laughs) but that's my opinion i i think it's ridiculous my opinion is this this is in the uk as well right I'm not sure if it's in the UK yet. I think yet. it is. I could be wrong. Mm. I think it is. Like, pe- people are still going to be fired. Or They're not sending out. They're sending children out to run or anything. Every- everybody's online in front of uh, a screen or playing Xbox or whatnot. Cut that down. Yeah, Let them play that, outside. That's, that's, that's impossible. That's a different topic for another day. Like, Unfortunately, the kids that are born now, they are born into that life. Unfortunately, media. it's crazy. Like, from as young as three they already that's watching. a choice though that's a, that's a that's a family familial uh, choice it is i i'm i'm in two kids life one who's five and one who's two like parents didn't have any of that if you the thing is though is that you as a family as a parental unit you need to be able to substitute that with spending time with mm-hmm, your child and mm-hmm. a lot of parents don't and they just sit their kids in front of a screen because they have to sacrifice you know spending time with their kids Mm -hmm. but like i've watched and it's hard and it's made me question like but if i do have children i want to raise them that way but it means me literally playing like in playing with my child all the time and engaging with them all the time yeah what's wrong with that paint is i mean i'm just saying it's like exhausting you know i'm saying this from someone who is 25 and like i mean i still like my like yeah, like being yeah, reckless right. to myself, you know, like no, I'm not that, ready to that. be a parent. But I don't think that's 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 not too much to ask. No, it's why, not. Why bring a child? It's, it's not too much to around. ask. But I'm saying that this is how it happens. Yeah, and I don't enough. think it's just that it's just a generational yeah, well, yeah. thing. But the what I mean is, this is everyone else is doing it. So kids, like you have my my little cousin. She'll want a phone because everyone else in school has it. There's that pressure. How old is she? She's eight. Okay. I mean, it was one thing when you start to go to school. That's when... Um, that's they all, when they all have pressure phones. comes They all have in. phones in school. And? I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, there's, some, like, uh, there's, there's the pressure for her. Yeah, but you see, this, this is... This so if you did have a foundation, exactly. it can help. Because, exactly. Because um, my niece, who's five, her mom didn't let her eat sugar or any kind of candy. And mm. then, one, like, her school was giving out candy, and her mom was really upset and she was just like first of all why is candy being given out in school this is ridiculous but she told Addie that whenever you get a piece of candy you come home and we'll trade it for something else like something mm. that she likes like a fit like a little 
like Newton bar or like some kind of healthier thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, we'll trade it for like that snack you like. So that's what they did. It's like mm. she never ate it. She just yeah, was yeah. like, okay, here I can come try. And and she raised her daughter to like she trusted her and she mm-hmm. was like she wasn't gonna she didn't feel like she was gonna sneak around and like exactly. But you see that that's she, where yeah. raising your child right comes into play and ensuring that they're not gonna get obese and not be able to run. <laughs> It's your life, guys. Making sure your child is not obese. Yeah, it's legit. I'm making sure you're there for your child. And they, Trust the dude. And make sure they stay I'm making away. sure they run around. And they stay away from R. Kelly. Exactly. Fuck me. Stay. Keep your children away <laughs> from R. Kelly. Raise them right and they'll stay away from R. Kelly. 150%. So, uh, speaking of that. Fuck R. Kelly. <laughs> what? Fuck R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. Kelly. Like, when Kelly. is he going to be cancelled? They're, they're trying to at the moment. Who's trying? There's, a, there's <laughs> an hashtag. No, there's an hashtag going on with uh, the... He's women of color he survived worse hold on hold on <laughs> women of color Man. the group the stand up as me too there's a women what? of color me too group okay. that uh using this hashtag mute r kelly mute r kelly at the moment and that's a big thing going on right now the problem what is, does that mean right? the mute r kelly they're trying to get all thing. the gigs that he has been booked yeah. for canceled. oh he's still being booked yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on R. Kelly's Instagram He's or whatever. So you look under his pictures. It's just older ladies that are like... They don't give a fuck. They, no, they it's true. It, it's like, true. I just think he survived worse than a hashtag on Twitter. Trust me. Shit. Oh, he has, yes. <laughs> I don't think the hashtag is going to do much for R. Kelly and it's unfortunate. Well, some gigs are already being cancelled. Yeah, I suppose the pressure is going to be on. The pressure is going to be on, especially with the whole Me Too stuff and everything coming out. That That's going to add a lot more pressure. His team released yeah, out. His fan base is older. He's older women. So yeah, he's not, it wouldn't be like. And maybe they're not even included. Into what they're they're I mean, they, they, they just probably are. Yeah, maybe they are, fun. but I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I know someone personally who I don't think is like even following what's happening and like loves R. Kelly. Really? She's older woman. Oh you know? yeah, they see they get a pass because well, they're like, older. I thought, I thought the R. Kelly thing was everywhere, like the whole pain and. Someone, the golden child peeing on an underage girl. I thought that was again. No, I this think is it is, but but like people forget. I pass that. You choose to forget. Our attention span is zero at the, the moment. Like. Say that again. I said maybe it was the nineties as well. It wasn't like this era. I don't think if that came out this era. Oh, he'll be done. If that came out right now, he'll be done. Finished. Man, fuck R. Kelly. That we're giving him energy. Yeah, but you see, the, the the one thing that that you well you sent into the group chat that I had no clue about. If you can like just give us a brief run through the child pornography stuff. I'm not sure a lot of people oh. knew about this. Yeah, I just I think it's not it's just not common knowledge. But apparently, uh, when he was cleared when he was in court and he was cleared for any underage, I can't remember the charge that he had on him. They did find child pornography on his computer, but they couldn't use that. It wasn't um, uh, admissible in court because he it wasn't take it wasn't found under. They didn't use a warrant to find it. My legal terms are escaping me right now. But yeah, basically there was, there was no warrant when they found the um, images on his computer, so they couldn't admit that in court. Uh, so that's how he was free. Right. Yeah. But like, it's my my thing now is with all of this information, is it the fact that people are not aware, and he's still being, he's still able to roam around freely? 
Because with child pornography, that's a big deal. It's a big social taboo. So like yeah. not a lot of people are, yeah, most people are gonna Like it's it's either his team has some juju that they've used to hide this shit and because I'm only hearing about this now. I don't know the answer. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, no, I, I, because I, 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 it wasn't in the court, and it wasn't like the the media outlets weren't able to say that it actually because it wasn't presented in yeah. court and a part of the case. So. Yeah, which is funny actually, because if it wasn't admitted in court, I would think the judge would strike that out to become public on. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why he survived that. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't add up. The scandal. It's. It's sad because like, I honestly think these women are out of touch and maybe they're not. I I don't think that they know. Yeah, I really don't. I'm just chuck it up to that. I, I don't the think explanation. They are following. But yeah, it's just, it's sad. It's fucking pathetic as well. And it must be like forty plus women, like forty years old. Yeah, they they all look old from all the clips I've seen from his gigs. Yeah, women old. fucking wiping his tongue and shit. Like, wiping yeah, his tongue yeah I a clip. he was on stage and it was he was getting her to wipe every part of his waist. body and then she she was wiping his dick as well he wasn't naked he wasn't naked was, obviously she was just like with a towel let's find you that video oh my yeah but it's sad though because like you see like i suppose you can call r kelly iconic right I don't know. He is. No, he has so, had a lot of influence on the culture. Uh, okay, like you see iconic people, like you see R. Kelly, then you see Bill Cosby. I'm not sore about R. Kelly. So someone posted a poll on Instagram, which is like, are you still listening to R. Kelly's music? And then the next was like, are you still watching the Cosby show? And it's just like, I could let R. Kelly go. I don't care. Like, it's it doesn't impact me. Like, I could let it go. I'm not too. Oh, and I, you said if Ignition came on in the club, you yeah, sing along you, to it. Yeah, you used to go dance to that. You used to go to dance to that. I wouldn't. What? I wouldn't. Oh, come on. There's too much. I have too much, like, other twerking music. I have an abundance. You could twerk to Ignition? I mean, yeah. You can what? grind. Yeah, so grind, not twerk. Well, one and the same thing, I think. No. Just a slow... Yeah. Slower movement. Anyways, um, I was gonna, what my the point I was trying to make is like you see iconic people and you look at R. Kelly, you look at Bill Cosby, you look at Nas, and then Nas. Kanye. Oh, yeah, did you, you didn't no. hear about Nas? What? What's going on? That's, this, you didn't Maybe hear. this is another Nas. No, Nas you didn't send it to me. Kelly's. He hear her. Okay, here's it. You watched the interview? Yes, yes, I did. Okay. And you're not summarizing it very well. Okay, go ahead. Um, Kelly's. It just came out uh-huh. um, with like this exclusive exclusive video uh, interview with Hollywood Unlocked, and she came out saying that they have they've had an abusive relationship. Was it both ways? It was initiated she's... by him always, and she defended herself being the woman that she is. So it was never initiated by him, but she straight up had uh, by her. Um, she had all kinds of bruises and she talked about when she had so many bruises on her when Rihanna came with the Rihanna pictures came out and she debated coming out and saying it but didn't I mean this is just like years and years of abuse and then yeah. she's kind of fed up with it because he's trying to go to court and get night um, but who's the son the son 
um but and then she was just like look i like she she's built a great life for herself she's remarried she has another baby she has a great family businesses she's still still banging um i haven't seen this and he's just he seems and it's just all these all these my thing i was like that's what i'm saying like people and we're waiting on him to respond but apparently he the root of this is his alcohol problem like he's had an alcohol problem um wait but he still promotes hennessy yeah, but he's you not, mean he's, so you're not surprised? He hasn't, he hasn't admitted it. No, 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 he not that much. He has an alcohol problem. This is Kelly saying saying he did that they would go, they would drink, it would black out, they would have arguments. He wake up in the morning, doesn't remember shit, pretend not pretend, but act like nothing happened. Right. Like, well, he didn't remember it. He didn't remember it. Like he had that much. Like Hold just on. Go, like he straight up like left her, like so many bruises on her. Pause. For like years. my thing now is like with this coming out. What's up with all these? That's the point. Of all these niggas <laughs> that that seem to have been cool, like the same yeah, thing that we, happened with Fabulous. What happened with Fabulous? Oh, yeah, no, I, I can't. Everyone is glamorous. Like, what's going on here? Oh, I'll show you Fabulous after we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't if we're trying. But to that's what it, you were you were making. That's the point, point I was making. You were, like, you were, all those iconic people, all people that we used to hold in high regard. Like uh, the final point I was trying to make with the, the what's going on at the moment, Kanye West, uh, like. Yo, like, how do you go from George Bush hates black people to my nigga Kanye? Four hundred years of slavery. Was slavery even four hundred? No, and that's a big. Years. That's a big. <laughs> I don't understand why. Nobody's corrected it. Well. Nobody's Nobody corrected it. No one has actually corrected it for the fact he said four hundred years of slavery. How no many years is it? It was like two hundred and thirty-nine. Jeez, so wait. He first exaggerated it to four hundred. It's like four hundred. But the exaggerated. thing. So what I think was conflated with the whole 400 because I actually wrote notes about that but um but it is surprising I think what happened is that people are saying well we we never left slavery and there's a lot of like sort of rhetorical Mm -hmm. slavery if you can even say that like that people are trying to argue Mm -hmm. that has been in the black experience so we've been there for 450 years in the country and they're saying that it really has never it's, it's just kind of evolved right, 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 you right, know, right. new form. So I think that's what happened. But definitely, like, not actually, we were not in bondage, in bondage for, for 400, 400 years. years. See, my thing with Kanye now is, like, especially from the, because I, I wasn't able to watch the TMZ interview. But with the interview from um, Charlemagne, it seems like he's currently in a place of peace and love. But he's showing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. He's like a yeah, I know, I know. But like he's sitting on his King Coon ass throne. Hold on, that's what he's doing. He's just, <laughs> he's just showing the love and affection and peace to the wrong direction, in my opinion. But I think he's currently trying to be in a in a state of peace. No, but he's like I don't he, buy that because if I you're don't trying to find either. peace, you don't do what he's doing. I don't, I That's don't buy looking it for trouble. I think you're getting sucked in into all that. Do you? You if you try to follow his conversation, it's it just so sense. much. Yeah, like it, he it, makes there are little things that you can kind of hang on to, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is just filled with uh, just but like, intelligence. And yeah, who said that? You copied it somewhere? No, he's oh. definitely goes on. It's <laughs> Freddie. He does this all the time. 
Chaka Bars said it was it was on. Do you know Chaka Bars? He's a rapper. He was on. Um, Hot Isn't pseudo intelligence a known term? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll oh, give you that. sorry, 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 Freddie. But my my thing is, I'm it's offended. whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever meds he's on. It's nearly it has put him in a state of childishness because his mind is nearly working as a child because whatever pops into his mind he's saying and he's tweeting which is the problem he isn't actually processing any of the things especially from that interview he was saying things and he's like yeah i never put i I haven't put much thought into this or whatever and he's just blurring things out which is a bit like Irresponsible. Very irresponsible. It was, it, to be honest, it was just like contradiction after contradiction. Because remember, I was saying to you, it is a lot um, of It was. He said, "Oh, I'm just trying to learn. I'm just." Yeah. And I'm like, "You keep quiet when you're trying to learn. You listen." But it's it's not arrogance. It's a lot of arrogance, and what I think, and I've watched. So I watched both of the interviews. I've watched. Because Ebro is covering. He's talking a lot about Kanye, and I and I saw some comments. Um, on YouTube, that was to, just like he's kind of Ebro's kind of kind of capitalizing yeah, off of yeah. no really milking this situation. Yeah. Um, but he did have Chaka Bars on recently. This rapper from I think he's from London, um, Jamaican roots, and um, they were talking about it. And I just I honestly think he and um, do you know Seren Sinai? No, the Grapevine. Yeah. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars who? Well, the, the, girl, the girl in the video about Bruno Mars. She recently went viral oh, that on check? that yeah. video, but she has had a YouTube channel for four years. She's had her own thing for mm-hmm. a while. But she did a video too. And both of them, Chakabars and Seren, both said that it's really just about Kanye is a capitalist at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. He is about his money. Mm-hmm. He is upset that he is a he has displayed such talent and such genius and he has been in the game but he hasn't been able to get into the spaces that he wants mm-hmm. which is white which are white spaces mm-hmm. he idolizes that kind of level of success and he wants to touch he wants the no ceiling he wants that kind of accomplishment and mm-hmm. people aren't letting him in and in that Charlemagne interview he talked about yeah, he how it. sitting down with Zuckerberg and mm-hmm. how Zuckerberg didn't give him the codes and mm-hmm. he's just like he's trying to get into those spaces mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're not letting him in, and that's because of racism. But the way he is trying to morph this is is, is the same system that he says that doesn't matter. That yeah. is a choice, mm-hmm. right? Like, but that's what it is. Yeah. Like, you can be a genius. I don't know if I would say that Kanye is a genius. He's talented as fuck. He was talented. He's definitely iconic. And they won't. Racism won't let you in America. Won't let you go as far. And mm-hmm. he's not realizing the gravity. He thinks he's like an individual and he's also like all these interviews are symptoms or this like recent Kanye is like symptoms of him also not having like critical thinking people around him, him not mm-hmm. reading himself and like being well versed in because all the stuff he's talking about, I want to change, I want to change stig- the stigma of mental illness. I, I think he said that in the TMZ or he was like, or one of these interviews, he was like, I'm going to be the one He was like, I haven't read up about it, but I'm going to be the one. Don't, there are tons of people from all like for years who have been working on stigma and mental illness you are not the person that has just woken us up to stigma in the mental health community like are you serious like you need to sit back and like realize that there are so many other people who are are doing the work Mm. like consistently Consistently without being multi-millionaires yeah but 
Kanye is is first of all is ignorant to the fact that the world is more than him. Yes, he's very self-centered, egotistical. He's a god complex for sure. God complex, but many adjectives. Yeah, there's there's you can go on and on and on and on with Kanye, but like, I think it it all goes back to to like I said this on my new podcast that comes out every Saturday um, this week on Twitter. I said this um, that ever since the Taylor Swift incident. He has not been able, and he said this, he has not been able to be the same. And that's because he, he fucked up big time with that, with that whole thing. And the, ever since then, no, no, ever since then, it's nearly like they've put him as at arm's length and he doesn't like that. He wants to go back to where he was prior to that. In his, in his own opinion, he thinks that was better than where he's at right now. In terms of being accepted into various spaces. Do you think, do you buy that that Taylor Swift incident um, uh, had like a negative impact on his career? Definitely. Um, I don't know, did he put out what music came after that or what came after that? Uh, was I Jesus. mean, apparently Yeezus is like a, multi- a billion dollar company or his brand. His brand is, the, it is a billion dollar company. Yeah. No, but not billion, billion, million, million. He said billion no, in the Charlemagne. He said he was going to sell that interview for ten million too. Yeah, he said somebody offered him ten million for the interview, yeah, and he ended up putting out himself. But I do. I don't know if it was like if it hurt his career, but I would say that that was the beginning of his spiral. his spiral, and it was a sign um, that he was having some trouble. Was that after his mom died or before? His mom died years his ago. Died, his mom died a while ago. Years ago, which Taylor Swift thing are we referring to? To the stage, yeah, which was some years ago as well. But I don't know. Yeah, but his mom, his mom died early two thousands. No, I think yeah, yeah, early two thousands. Yeah, I don't know. His mom died years ago, like proper years ago. Hey Siri, (laughs) (laughs) the bitch ain't gonna answer. When did Thunder West die? I thought that was, is, I reckon it's about 10 years. Yeah, but like the Taylor Swift incident. When was that? That was kind Dunder. of. Oh, I don't know. What's her name? Do What's her name? D O D N D A. Donda West. There we go. Yeah, so she died. Oh, shit. 2007. Yeah. Okay, and then when was that? Years. I wonder the Taylor Swift. Oh, hair. When? Um, I don't know. Just making sure we're not putting air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> air. Dead air. Um, Taylor Swift. Taylor. Taylor Swift. Kanye West. VMA. Taylor Swift. Leave it blank. Oh. So nobody's speaking. Kanye. Um, I don't, even if it was before or after. It was 2009. So his mom died for it. 2007. She died in 2007. So it was a couple years. Yeah. And he didn't. Uh, he he didn't never, see any therapist. Yeah, he's never. He's never ever dealt with that. Dealt with his mom dying. I don't think. Yeah, no. but like even now, he's not dealing with anything. He yeah, said he's yeah. using the world as his therapist. Which is just. <laughs> <laughs> Mister, I want to be a stigma for mental health. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like the, well, just the fact that you feel entitled to like therapists are trained to sort of take all that baggage. They're trained in various ways, but mm. one of the things that you go to a therapist for is because they are trained to take on everything you're about to give them. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that he's just like, 
I spend 45 minutes on the phone with my friends just talking about myself. Yeah, it might be a little narcissistic. No, you, you think? Like, <laughs> your friends are not necessarily equipped to take on all of that and deal with your shit, mm-hmm. you know? So... But no, I think we had this conversation. Remember the panel, the the Trinity College, we talked about mental health. Yeah. Day, and then remember... Barely. That was a joke. It was seriously, people didn't take that they serious. They skirted that so quick. And that happens a lot in the black community, especially with black men. I said it, but nobody wanted to listen. Everybody booed me out. Me, me and Paula at the time were like that. It, it was crazy how they just... Yeah. That. No, no, nobody wants to address it because it's nearly it's nearly like a sign of weakness. That's how it's taken as you're weak. Um, you can't deal with whatever it is. But like, we all go through stuff. Mm-hmm. No, I understand that. But actually, I think I was thinking of hypermasculinity. That question was even more avoided. I think they were like, "What is what is that hypermasculinity?" Exist. Like, sh- nah, that doesn't exist. They literally were not. That doesn't exist. Uh, well, we. I mean, we don't have time to <laughs> <laughs> no but like go, going back to Kanye uh, I was I was gonna ask you uh, but you go ahead no no you can go no I was gonna say as an African American to uh, obviously you as live a in black a, American uh, black sorry as a black American um, where you've obviously experienced like the whole the, the American system when you see people like Kanye West come out and say oh it's all in our head uh, basically dismissing it how does that make you feel Oh, I was completely frustrated. I mean, it's um, it's infuriating, like to come to have it. I expect it from from white people. We've had that from the white population. Even some non-black POCs will tell us to like get on with it because their experience have maybe been you know a little bit different that allowed mm-hmm. them to have more upper mobility or peace or earn more or whatever in mm-hmm. the states that we haven't. Um, but when it comes from black people, it just hurts because especially when it's somebody like Kanye, because he is going to be this, and then Trump tweeted like good guy or whatever. Good guy. uh, He was like groundbreaking changes. So many good changes are going to happen. What was the fucking quote? It just was, can I curse on here? Yeah. Uh, Um, he said, Kanye West has performed a great service to the black community. Big things are happening and eyes are being opened for the first time in decades. Legacy stuff. Thank you to Chan, also to Chance and Dr. Daryl Scott. They really get it. Lowest black and Hispanic unemployment in history in parentheses. You know, Donald Donald Trump's Twitter is my, is my low key problematic favorite. Um, I could just sit and just watch him run. I don't give a fuck. It's just like it's interesting to just see him. I I wanted to, I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in the room where he's tweeting. Like what is going on in his head? Like, see, one thing that I actually or something I was talking about um, during the during the week with a friend was uh, when you mentioned the non-black people of color and how they they make their own comments. Blah blah blah. That's one thing I have an issue with. Like being referred to as POC, mm. because I don't think you should group all of us together because we're not, we don't have the same struggles. We don't have the same life, if you get what I mean. Asians have, like, th- there's this thing in in the UK, it's a BAME, I can't remember what yeah. it is. Black, Asian, mixed, I don't know. BAME, I don't know. It's, it, there's a, it's a rubbish acronym that groups. <laughs> 
people <laughs> of different races together because they're just all non-white. And it makes no sense to me because I think it's very, it's very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not it's black, Asian and minority ethnic. See, that, that, that makes no sense to me. Like just leave it as yeah, black. I think. But well, what do you mean? Many, just leave it as black. As in, if I'm a, if you're referring to a black person, just labels. call them as black. Like call as them. A po- but but POC serves a different function. It's not the same thing. No, well, but it's still a label. Yeah. I don't like the label people of color. Okay. I don't like being referred to as colored. I don't like being referred to. Is it as, specifically a colored thing? That is it. No, no, no. Word? It's just no. It's the group because you can apply that word to just anybody even if they're non-black the thing is though as i think that it serves a purpose and like language is um it it serves a purpose i think it's not completely useless i think that there are times in conversation in communicating where you do need to just get across that you're not talking about black only black people are only black and asian people are only black and latino so it's like we can just brought we can just make this broad statement of pocs because we know that we're talking about everybody who is not white in this specific instance it doesn't mm. i mean you can get into conversations where it doesn't apply and you mm. can be like because uh i forgot there was one um oh th- i've been in situations or in conversations where someone would use poc and i'm just like but you are specifically talking about black people yeah like they'll use it because they think poc is more politically correct or softer or whatever see that's the thing but but then i call them out i'm like that doesn't apply here mm-hmm. because you're talking about black people yeah. and you're trying to use poc as if it's like a softer hit yeah. or something so say black people because you're specifically exactly. talking about a black person yeah, I've, I've met but white th- people that are scared to say black yeah. yes <laughs> exactly i read so an they article. say poc and i'm just like yeah. but that's a specific black issue so what are you saying are you co- you know and you just have to like I think that though there is times when POC is necessary, mm. like I, re- I read or non-black POC. Yeah, I guess I, I read an article recently on the Independent in the UK. Yeah, and it was by a lady called Talani. She's on a podcast in the UK called The Receipts, and she pretty much detailed the whole um, why that word women of color or people of color should not be used because even for instance um when she gave the example of when beyonce performed and she was like oh thanks to Coachella for giving me be for letting me be the first black woman to headline the thing and that's what beyonce said but following the the gig itself news crews and what what would you call them media outlets started saying woman of color which like she's a black woman you just use the correct term, but people are too scared, and it's nearly they like they could be scared, but it also could be true in Coachella's history that there only has been a woman of color. You know, yeah, yeah I get that, but so, just use black woman. Like, I, I don't like I personally if you're gonna the, be talking about easier, a specific person. Yeah, so it's easier when you're talking about one person, but when yeah. you're talking about groups, if I am talking about something that affects black Latinos, uh, uh, East Asians, mm-hmm, South mm-hmm. Asians, I'm not gonna sit here and list out all those people. Fair enough. Like I'm not. I'm just not. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's in like that's not effective communication. Mm-hmm. So I think it does serve a purpose. But I get what you mean. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh, can we just go back to, to Kanye real quick? Mm. Because um, do we have to? I I think yeah we do because I th- I think the the response he's getting on Twitter isn't necessarily going to help. I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know. Oh, from social media in general, isn't going to help because if people are just going to bash him for... But it is what he wanted. 
if we're being very honest. What do you mean? Kanye wants, wants to be in the it's a good sh- publicity it's all shock factor. Exactly. He wants if people to react in exactly that way. He's loving it. Then the more if the more attention he's getting, the more he's tweeting. Yeah. Yeah, but like if 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 that's the case, then we shouldn't feed it. But I, I guess it, it's too much to ask in this day and age. It's hard. I it think, is. I think, I think uh, especially is. if it puts it on a public platform like Twitter, it is there for people to. Yeah, well, but he's like, also it, saying such inflammatory things that yes. evoke this attention. You can't ignore it because it has such huge ramifications. Mm. Huge. The pre- did you hear what the president said? That the first time that people's eyes have been opened for yeah. decades. Like that's what a Trump thinks. Yeah. eyes are opening looks like mm, and he mm, is mm. the president of the United States mm-hmm. like it has huge ramifications it sets a precedent and like no matter what like now pe- when this album comes out people are going to be like well I'm just I just want to hear what he says yeah. like, I, whether it's good or not I'm just going to try to go see just, he's going to make his money and he's, he's going to definitely like there was a tweet there was a tweet um, from I don't know months back when it was said that he was in Wyoming and also whatever wherever he was <laughs> somebody, somebody said Kanye is going to come out leading to leading up to his album and do some controversial shit and it's, it's playing out it's coming a trend that's what he does that's kind of sad yeah but like if it's he did, has he done this he did historically it for what did he do? Jesus, remember, he came out. But I'm before, good. before um, the Taylor Swift, so uh, pre Taylor Swift, he's always been outlandish. I wouldn't say he's been this bad, but it's progressively. Because remember, Jesus, remember he claimed he's God. Remember mm-hmm. he put himself on the cross, causing controversy. Like yeah, that, that was just wild. Like uh, I didn't listen to the album. Because being me, being me, uh, uh, I barely I remember that. Yeah, he just I know, uh, I don't know. yeah, it's it's I don't I like personally, I there don't is think one troubling thing about the uh, the was the TMZ mm-hmm. video, mm-hmm. yeah, when he talked about his opiate and his uh, basically what I yeah, said was lipo. a lot of insecurity, yeah, being um, fat, not willing sugar to run tax. around, sugar tax, yeah. sugar tax, maybe, and that's that he's in California as well, California. it's not working enough. <laughs> 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 the sugar, they need to increase the sugar content. <laughs> it's actually all the sugar in the tea that the Kardashians are giving him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see she did that. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, when he said that, I was a bit, a bit. Yeah, it is. It is a bit worrying because what I saw there was a. I actually bit. was touched. Yeah. I almost cried. Really? I did. I like in that interview. There was a moment oh, where I was like. Oh, I feel that. For a moment, I was like, I feel it. Because it's such... I was telling... We were talking about this in the car. Like, it's such a huge epidemic. And I don't know if you, as, like, Afro-Irish people... If you identify that way. As what? Afro-Irish? I'm African. Okay. With an Irish passport. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Um, can understand, like, the, the full context of the opioid problem in the crisis in the United States. But it's, it's huge. And, like, it... It ruins people's lives. So, mm. and just him, I think the irony or 
don't know if it's really irony of him being in TMZ, t- literally talking to paparazzi, telling him that I did this because of the pressure that you put on people mm. about beauty standards. Like, I just found that to be a very touching moment. And then he went on to, you know, talk about, well, why can't we just try love? And then I was like, okay, you can kiss my ass again. Yeah, but like, like I just, that's... it was just a moment of yeah. me being like, oh, I feel it. And then everything else was like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. But that's just, that's down to insecurity and like, you being able to like if you're gonna be in the public eye which he is you need to have thick skin i don't know uh, i i don't know you you can't, you, you, can't demand you do in order to survive i think when not i don't think it's yeah i don't think you can demand it i you think can't it's say, more oh, if you're gonna be this if you're talented yeah. you put your talent out there and you don't have thick skin i think it was cardi just, b who said like yeah you do have to have thick skin she was like but that should take a long yeah. long time to build up she was like i haven't built it up yet like give me some time you know like <laughs> yeah but he's been he's been in the like, public no, eye for how long it doesn't matter like some people just some people just don't have it some people just don't build it yeah well he did say he's sensitive and whatnot and I guess he's obviously like we said he's well, egotistical. I think his lack of money. He had was broke for was a while. Was he broke? Yeah, that's yeah, what talked he, he about being it. in debt. He and then it. the whole Jay Z thing came mm-hmm, out of mm-hmm. like him being in debt and Jay like co-signing for something, and then that came out that mm-hmm. he was his co- whatever. So he was broke for a while, and I think he and just his lack of relevance in that whole Charlemagne video. He talks so much about. Um, the album coming out and then no one listening to it and he just yeah. was like when you have sold out shows or whatever you got no it was not being played on the radio that was the oh, issue okay. he had with it like streams were good but yeah. it not being played on the radio was because he was trying to find validation from that yeah he expected and that that's the, that's the problem which is money he wants his money he wants his money, money. yeah but like if, if you're selling tour, if you're selling tours out so everything boils down to talking no hold on but if you're selling tours out you're making your money from that why bother about what's going on on radio he but he didn't he say how in like the past he was just used to a certain standard of him being played all across me like him yeah. being mm-hmm. in everybody's ear at yeah all yeah points. he did like, say that i think yeah, but like you, you're just, not it anymore. Yeah, you but live he's with having it. a fucking hard time dealing with that, and that's where we're watching. And he's trying yeah. to do whatever to to remain that to get it back. Because even when he was speaking about Virgil and um, how Virgil has become the head of yeah. Louis Vuitton, man, uh, I, I'm not sure if it was like if his reaction to it was exactly happiness or whatever, because he wanted to be that. Mm-hmm. He yeah. wanted that spot yeah. but he was never given to him. yeah he didn't explain sorry no he didn't explain um explain that either like yeah he, he didn't go along with that and he skirted a lot of questions Charlemagne let him skirt he let lot. him skirt he questions. let him because if that was on breakfast club i'm sure he would have persisted but down to the fact that maybe kanye actually invited him on to to do that interview maybe he wanted to take a, a easier approach or yeah. lesser i think what I, you could tell f- from the very beginning you could see that i think Charlemagne just wanted to he didn't want to like it wasn't a in uh what's the word interrogation yeah he just wanted yeah. to just speak mm. I, I don't think he was trying to you to could get tell from the very beginning i think yeah the tone of the interview yeah, yeah but yeah. i think he did with. he asked questions which did you know, lead, I think, the listener to believe that he wanted some answers. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the he fuck is up why, yeah. Why, yeah. And not only why, why, but like, how can you, when he acts at the end, like, you know, Trump doesn't want 
people like you who look mm. like you to mm-hmm. do well you still love somebody mm. like that he said you you still love somebody like that he literally just paused for a super long time and went on some other yeah. thing yeah. he sounds, went to some other like question. he just stopped <laughs> he just stopped and was just like that's i what, forgot what else he shifted he to. did that a lot he did Every that a lot question. but like the the why i thought he was trying to do well yeah, like in some questions it seemed like he was actually trying to collect his thoughts to answer it seemed there was some trying to pause for dramatic effects <laughs> like he is thinking about something and, he's so, and he says he's not media friend. no i think uh, i saw sean king tweeted something like so he says uh, it doesn't agree with um everything kanye said it doesn't agree with everything that trump said mm. then i think Charlemagne asked him what do you like, agree what with what policy do you agree with and you have nothing to had say nothing. he had nothing to say it's it's crazy. Well, in the TMD thing, he talked about he never been into politics. Yeah. So so why why do you want to be president? Why yeah. you want to be president? Why you even like bother with aligning yourself? He thinks everybody thing. needs to be loved. Trump's a human be being. It's it's so, you it's, know. <laughs> but you see, that's the thing. I think whatever meds he's on is put him in a state of peace and love. And as I said, he's showing it the wrong way. He's showing it towards the wrong person um, because. Even like the tweet he posted out, the one about his mom's surgeon, that actually I felt I felt a bit touched in terms of he's actually willing to forgive this person and actually have a conversation with this person because his mom died due to complications from the surgery. And he's just in a state where he, I don't know, I, I can't make any excuses for the outlandish shit he's saying. I want to because I like him, but I really it's a can't. Hard loss. Yeah, it's it really a is. Hard loss. We've know. had a lot of hard losses. Is he yeah. cancelled yet? No, he's not cancelled yet. He's not cancelled yet. Um, <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> nah, he's not cancelled yet. He's re- he really I'm definitely cancelled. done talking about yeah, him in the sunken hard. place right now. Like him. Oh no, he's he's not even in the sunken place. He's he's past the, the sunken. <laughs> like he's down he's there. In the earth. Yeah, he's like, me, like <laughs> it's really hard for me because even watching all those interviews all the tweets I, like i was very reluctant to like read any of his tweets because for it's because growing up like kanye west was like number one for me what 50 cent was number one for me like kanye 50 west, cent what how old are you <laughs> Nigga. Yeah, but no, it would have been around the same time no you didn't <laughs> um, for me it was kanye Nigga. west so it's very they hard. They came out around the same time as well. Yeah. Nigga. I mean, Nigga. it's just like. 50 says. Why do. Why, wait, you know what? Let's, <laughs> let's not get into that. You guys do not respect 50. I, you said something similar as well because there was a day I said, oh, 50 says a legend, and you looked at me sideways. I mean, because. What? You know what? Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead for what you say. Okay. No, I was just saying it's hard for me. Hypermasculinity to... is what Fifty Cent is. No, Fifty <laughs> Cent is the right uh, level of masculinity Not with aggression. Much. I teach you how to do Huh? I teach you how to do <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I'm, I'm lying. He did have two good albums. Like, come on. That's what, what you talking about? Two good albums. Nah, nah, not two good and albums. Like, Fuck out of here. Technology. Uh, no, the point I was trying to make is 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 hard for me, especially if you grow up uh, where you're old. Can you rest in such high regard? Um, and because uh, even before the last album, when he did the same thing, I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna have to. I tried to separate the music. I, I stopped. Like I don't follow. Him. Mm. I don't follow him. I try not to read his tweet so that way I don't have like a biased judgment on his music. But like 
is hard. That is you released a song like that. What? Scoop. This was last weekend. You ain't heard about that Scoop. You guys don't realize I saw Kanye West. Oh God. Nah, fuck Kanye with that bullshit. Let's wrap up. God damn. Anyways, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Unoriginal Podcast. Uh, what did we talk about? What did we talk about? Sugar tax. Sugar tax. Fat people <laughs> not willing to run. And hates fat people. I still hate fat it's people. A, it's a um, Some more recurring thing. The funny thing is, I don't drink fizzy drinks, so it doesn't affect me. But I just think it's it's crazy but that you're, you're going to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're you're, pun- you're willing to punish punish other people because some people just don't know how to stop eating. But uh, we touched on that. Let us know what do you think about the sugar tax? That are you for it? Are you against it? Use the hashtag #unoriginalpod. Um, also, will you listen to R. Kelly? Is he cancelled for you? Uh, you seems- able to separate the artist from this from the scandal? The art. Yeah. Are you able to do that? Let us know. Use the hashtag #unoriginalpod. Um, on Twitter or wherever you're you're, you're communicating <laughs> on. But yeah, guys. Um, it's the worst closing. Listen, it's it's. Ever. I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, be very good, and if you can't be good, be bad. But as always, scoop it, boop. And I can't close it. Your laptop is locked. You have to delete this file. And I can't. It's locked. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yo, can you record? I have to actually run. What? I have to run. What do you mean? I have to drop. Send the shot. Hey. In town.